Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and an even bigger life. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. And I'm Tiffany Fikes. And I am uh, really excited about what we're going to be talking today. You're and I'm not. L- and Sarah is not. <laughs> she would like to go on record as not being excited. Um, but I find that it, when I see things repeated in my life, that there's like mm-hmm. a reason why these things are repeated in my life. And I ended up on an airplane and I was going through the like free uh, shows or whatever because I try to use mm-hmm. my airplane time as like downtime. Like I don't yeah. work. Yeah. I yeah. don't pay for the internet. Mm-hmm. I read a book or I watch a show mm-hmm. or something like that. And I can't even remember where I was going or what airplane I was on, but Masterclass, they had like three episodes of Masterclass. So uh, learning about something interesting, yes, please. Mm -hmm. And I went through all the topics and it was like cooking, nope, hate that. Um, You know, I I, I did a writing one. I learned a little (laughs) bit about writing. And then there was like eight episodes about sleep. And I thought, eight, eight Eight episodes, like a sleep expert. And I didn't know they're, they're short. They're like, you know, oh, okay. I'm eight like, how, to 10 minutes. How long of a flight was this? Oh, okay. No, Got it. no, eight to 10 minutes. And they, and it's an ex, a sleep, sleep expert. And I'm like, I have known nothing yeah. about this. So I'm Ooh. really curious. And it was like how to have good sleep um, or the mm. science behind good sleep or something like that. And then, so I watched all of that. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Then months later, I'm reading a book about female health. And um, it was talking about sleep, specifically like sleep and perimenopause and your body going through changes and like the sleep mm-hmm. plays into that, which felt so weird to me. And then it was like ch- a chapter about sleep. So all these like sleep experts all of a sudden are coming into my world. And so when that happens, I always perk up and listen. And I thought, yeah. we need to talk about sleep. I think it's interesting, so surely somebody else is going to think that it's interesting. Um, but so two there was of the three of us, are right? Two thirds of your hosts, two thirds of humans on this podcast are excited <laughs> to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my, my my second strength is achiever, and so I'm always like, sleep. What I could be achieving things, and now I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm realizing I probably need to uh, be achieving sleep and make it. Make well, that's that what little. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, you got to gamify it. And did you know Seriously. that sleep deprivation is a form of torture that militaries use? To literally torture mm. humans around the world. Like, it literally can be, if you are underachieving in sleep, it can literally be a form of torture for your body. Well, that's one of the interesting things that I learned. So there was a Harvard sleep researcher that has, like, has proven that getting four to five hours of sleep a night, like for five nights in a row, so like mm-hmm. the work week, uh, has mm-hmm. a similar impact on your memory, attention, and a thinking speed as being legally intoxicated. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So like if, I know. I know. And so like if you don't think having two beers at lunch is okay before you go back to work, like maybe you are interested in this episode. <laughs> wait, so <laughs> wait, so are you telling me that if I sleep more than I am, then I can be a rapid problem solver like Seychelle? I think that's what I we was just, just heard. Gonna say that. <laughs> I was just going to say that on the strategy. We were just in a previous episode we were recording talking about strategy being my superpower. We've now unlocked it, Sarah. There you <laughs> go. We unlocked the secret. It's sleep. <laughs> sleep is how you get there. So. No, I, I think just to be 
authentic and transparent. Um, I struggle with sleep, not only um, from a, like, turning my brain off. Like, I literally struggle. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. um, maybe three or four years ago, it was when our expenses had gotten up to about 500,000 a month. And um, we had a big business. And when you have a big business, you've got really big expenses. And I, I was, I could not sleep because I kept thinking about the weight of the finances. And I remember messaging my dad saying, I'm struggling so much. I'm going to get emotional because I, I literally said to him, like, I would pay, I would write a check right now for a million dollars if someone could help me sleep. Like, I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't get my brain off. I can't. And so I struggle Mm -hmm. with it with like, when the minute my head hits the pillow, it's like, that's when I start thinking and Mm. really processing things. And so I just really struggle. And then also like just the reality of having a big business and then having the three littles you know, feeding them and they were up all oh, night. Yeah. I, I got used to operating on very little sleep mm-hmm. with through Absolutely. the kids. Um, and so I, sh- I struggle with this topic and I almost, you know, I said to Tiffany and say before we recorded, like, should I just hop off? Um, uh, because I, I feel, um, me recording this is unauthentic. Like it's not being, and I just wanted to share my story for our listeners. Like I'm going to be listening with you guys. I have my remarkable, a blank sheet with my pen ready to take notes and I'm going to be listening with you guys. And as they say things that I, um, want, think that listeners should, they should double down on because I'm, I struggle in this area. I'm going to be sort of your voice today. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for this episode because I do know I need to work grow in this area of my life. I thought four to five hours a night was actually good. So this was breaking news to me. Well, I, I want to, um, applaud you for your bravery and vulnerability in saying that because oftentimes what makes us uncomfortable is the thing that we need to learn and talk about more. True. And I also would venture to say that you're not alone with a large portion of the population um, in a very similar boat. And believe me, I don't think Tiffany or I are going to be over here as like the experts on sleep um, by any means. But I just, I want to applaud your um, transparency and vulnerability on that, Sarah, because I, I think more people probably sit in your camp than would even venture to admit it. Publicly. Well, and I, I mean, I, why this is interesting to me is because I struggle staying asleep. I can go to mm-hmm. sleep, but for yes, the same exact too. reason, I struggle staying asleep. Mm-hmm. And so what what's your I, like what's your sleep schedule like, Tiff? Like what, what is do you that mean? when like, you when say do struggle I wake staying up asleep? Yeah, what's your what's your Yeah, yeah, no, literally I have that too. So like what's your what's your wake up time? 2:30 when your brain is when playing. I usually wake up. Um, mm-hmm. and again, we'll talk about this. It's it's when the the physical need of my physical body has been met and then yeah. my mind overtakes my body mm-hmm. because my body was not physically tired enough. And then I can't mm. go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or I can, but it takes me three hours when I'm really yep. at my worst. Like when I yep. am really at my worst, I will sleep from 10.30 to 2.30, and then I'll be up from 2.30 to 5.30, yep. and then I will sleep from 5.30 until I'm supposed to get up either at the gym or maybe I get to sleep till 7 if there's nothing going on. Like that's my unhealthy rhythm mm-hmm. that made me change behavior because I understood. I didn't understand how important it was, but I knew I wasn't functioning at my best and I couldn't live Mm -hmm. like that. And I think, Sarah, you're making a good point. Like with kids, you get used to, as humans, Mm -hmm. we are made to adapt. 
Mm. And so we adapt to this lack of sleep and you don't even realize it's a problem. I remember, um, you know, they used to say sleeping or driving when you've stayed up all night Uh is as bad as driving drunk. drunk. And it's actually worse because if you're drunk, you've been programmed to know that you are not at your best. So you maybe actually are consciously more careful and being sleepy, you don't realize how it is affecting you. And mm-hmm. so you're even more dangerous on the road. Oh, wow. yeah. And so like, that's the part of this. We've been conditioned with babies and other things and we function just fine, fine, you know, whatever that is, to not understand that we are not at our best mm-hmm. without sleep. Yep. And as entrepreneurs... You know, we have freed ourselves from the nine to five, which then means I was working at 2 a.m. I, I don't know yeah. if y'all had yeah. that part yeah. of your story, oh, yeah. too, where you're 100%. just like, okay, yes. I no longer work eight hours. I now apparently work 18 hours yep. every day yep. in this role. And I, I named this episode, like, How to Own a Business and Sleep at Night, because, you know, I've had some people, how can you sleep at night? And I'm like, <laughs> that's not what they, I, I, that's actually not my problem. It's the weight of the business yes. creates yeah. this thing. Because I remember, Sarah, I had that same moment. When my expenses for my business were mm-hmm. the monthly, were the same as what I used to think a good annual salary was for myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, the enormity of that just fell on me mm-hmm. like a weight. Mm-hmm. And, well, and yeah. it's, it's so interesting, too, because the CDC reports, right, that adults that get less than seven hours of sleep per night are more likely to have chronic health problems and then those who get enough sleep. And so that can lead to heart attack, stroke, cancer, depression, um, any number of things because our, our body needs that restorative time to, you know, heal itself. And um, I like, I'm very similar to Tiffany. When my head hits the pillow, I mean, Nick will just be like, it is phenomenal. Like you get on like a 10 or 20% recline anywhere, like at a bar, at a restaurant, on a plane, I'm on not a couch, like that. literally. I wish, yeah, I wish, that's my dream. Nick, Nick is in the other room. He can totally vouch for me. Like I, I will be out. Like I am, I'm done. Like I go, 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 go. And I hit any sort of a recline at all. And I am out, but my problem is my brain starts going somewhere between 2 and 4 a.m. And if your wake up is 5.45 and it takes you an hour or two or three to get back to sleep, by the time it's time to go back to sleep, you have to wake up. And so Mm. there are some days that I've been awake since 2.30. And, you know, Nick and Quinn will wake up at, you know, 7 or 7.15 and they're like, why is the house organized and the house clean and the meal plan done for the week and the groceries about to be delivered and all these things? I'm like, I have been, I tried to go back to sleep. I couldn't, I eventually just gave up and now I've been awake for hours. <laughs> like, what yeah, am I supposed you, to do? You've lived a whole day. I did, a whole day. So, so what I'm hearing you guys say uh, is, so one of the things I say a lot is, is you can't make an impact if you're dead, right? And I shared that story when I talked about my, my weight loss journey and making my health a priority. And I think many of us don't view sleep as part of our health. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for me, I've, I certainly didn't. I wouldn't have put sleep in the health bucket. Um, but based on what Say just shared with the CDC, I mean, not getting enough, that's what is leading to heart attack, stroke, cancer, depression. I mean, we need to be listening, those of us that struggle here, and maybe have a limiting belief around whether or not it's important. I mean, so like, let's, let's, I'm leaning in. So what do we do? What do we do? Help us. Okay, let's jump into it. So the, 
and I, I picked it as number one just simply because it was the most impactful thing for me. Um, I was someone who uh, had was gifted by God with excellent metabolism. And I thought exercise was something that you did for like heart health, sure, like move your body, but also like, you know, changing your weight and keeping your weight at a certain amount. Like in my mind, that's what exercise was for. Like get your heart strong and keep yourself looking the way that you want to be looking, Mm. whatever that looks like to you. Um, And in then researching and not being able to sleep and getting to the end of my mental sanity, um, I started doing some research on that and adding, exerting exercise and really adding any sort of exercise to your routine helps because our bodies physiologically are made to move. Like work until the industrial revolution for thousands of years, humans had to move their bodies constantly to work. How we ate was physically taxing on us. How we grew our food, how we made our houses, like everybody's job had physical exertion. Industrial revolution happened, efficiency started becoming important, technology started growing, and now we sit at a desk. And we do mental work, and it is hard. Mm -hmm. It is hard, 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 hard. But it's it's not exerting our bodies physically. So... A, a body that has moved and is exhausted and a mind that's bored can go to sleep. Mm. A mind that is exhausted, but a body that has not been exhausted or used or, you know, taxed, it's harder to stay asleep because your body doesn't actually physically need that much recovery time. And so what your the perfect combination in this world is – Use your brain, be exhausted, but your physical exhaustion needs to match that so that your body needs to recover and it helps keep you asleep longer. So this, was, this is a, if you can go to sleep but not stay asleep, add exercise and see if that helps. For me, it absolutely helped. And any time, and I started with yoga. Like I'm, it's not. Oh, so wow. gonna okay, that was going to be yeah, my question. I is know. like, yeah. what is what's the physical exertion you're using? Because like, yes, we, like I added, I added like walking or running daily, like a certain amount of mileage into my rhythm, and I still have at least three or four nights a week where I'm up in between that, you know, yeah. two to walking three walking wasn't range. enough. Walking yeah, so wasn't I'm wondering, enough like, for me. what was what was it that hit the point for you that it was enough to keep Great you asleep? Question. I could do 10,000 steps. And it wouldn't matter. And it, and it wouldn't, well, yeah, if that wouldn't affect, York, that's what, right? that's like what that I always said. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I can yeah. do 10,000 steps yeah. and that didn't help. So then I did 10,000 steps and I added yoga. That was, that was good enough for my body okay. for a period of time. Mm. And, and then, then I started, yeah. And then I started waking mm. up again. And then I was mm. like, okay, I mean, if you want to know my real path, then I joined Beachbody I and had like that home workouts. And that worked for a long time because I could up my level of exert, you know, exerting. I got weights at home. I got mm. like things where I was exhausting my muscles, really using my muscles. Um, now I go to a gym and I do a 45-minute kind of boot camp workout. And that's my level because my body has gotten used to a, a lesser exertion. Uh, I don't run 10 miles. I've never run 10 miles like Sarah. I actually was going to ask you, Sarah, like, did you find that you slept any better when you were training? Um, no, because of hunger. 
months. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I was so I was still trying. So I've done one meal a day intermittent fasting for now, like pretty consistently for about three years, uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. more now. But um, and that does not work when running long miles. No. Yeah, it okay, does not. Just so everyone knows, mm-hmm. I I would attempt it, and then literally about one in the morning, I'd be like, wake up and starving, oh, like starving. Yeah. And so then I had to figure out. This is why, like, running for me isn't like I am a runner, and yes, I ran ten miles. You are, a runner, and but you don't yes. have to stay. A and runner. yeah, yeah that I'm doesn't not have going to, be to your exercise. I will of always yeah. be a runner. Like I'm running a five k to- tomorrow, but like I'm not. Like it's not like it's a. Um, like I'm a Peloton girl. Like I love riding, um, and and that's my exercise. But I will say that my sleep has so. A few years ago, I would be lucky to get two to three hours. Like, I'm talking lucky. Like, I would do during the week, I would pull all-nighters and work a full day. I would speak. I would do – like, I was – it was crazy. Um, and then over the last few years, um, well, I started then getting two to three hours, which is probably when I added an exercise now that I'm thinking about it. Um, and then when I started losing um, losing weight uh, – a year or two ago, I, I now will get about four, four to five hours. Okay. Um, and I view that, I viewed that as good. We're moving in the right today. direction. Yeah, yeah we're moving you're the right the direction. in the right direction. But yeah, I definitely think exercise hel- helped. I didn't realize that until right now. Um, but I definitely think it has, has helped a lot. And now I'm going to take it even more seriously because I, I could do a little bit harder of a, a workout and it would probably for sure help me. So I love this tip. All right, that's so that's number awesome. two or number one. I love that. Get some right, exercise and exert. Yeah, get the exertion. I love that. So we start with the physical and the physical and the mental have to match. That was a huge one for me, Tiff. Thank you for that. So if I'm having a really stressful week mentally, I actually need to up my exercise to match that. Um, so that was a big aha for me. So wrote that one down. The next one is reevaluate your relationship with caffeine. And uh, a good metric with this, which I love, is like the half-life of caffeine is six hours. And the full life to metabolize caffeine out of your body is actually 10 hours. So if you are like a drink espresso after dinner or you're like, I need a mid-afternoon pick-me-up, it might like what I, what I thought about when we were researching this was it actually maybe I may not need caffeine. I might need protein in the afternoon. Like I think my body thinks it needs caffeine, but what it really is saying is I need protein right now. Mm. And so supplementing those two actually has changed it for me of like, it would be, I'd get like a dip probably because I've been up since 2.30 some days, right? I'd get a dip at like three o'clock when my brain is like, and I cannot mentally handle anymore. Like I am mentally taxed. Yeah. And I would think, oh, maybe I need like a, a a hot, a hot tea or a cup of coffee or something with caffeine in it, either replacing the warm drink with a like an herbal tea or a decaffeinated tea or something like that has helped, or actually doing like a sh- like a fruit, you know, like smoothie with like a protein powder in it or a protein bar has actually helped me a not do like the weird snacking that I would do at that time of day because that would be my time, or b um, put caffeine in my body that then I can't get out until later. At night. Yeah, I just had no idea it stayed. You know, you you do it mm. at three o'clock because you want right. help at three o'clock. Exactly. But if you drink it at three but that's o'clock, at midnight then. Yeah, it's not yeah. out of your body until midnight, and it's still wow. at half strength at nine p.m. That's very like, impressive. Way wow. to go, caffeine! They caffeine's got some yeah. stick with itness. <laughs> I mean, if you think about that on the opposite, you know, it could actually 
if you're doing it in the morning, not saying that you need to, but like if you're doing it in the morning, it actually should last you a while, which is good to know too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. When I first heard you say this point, I was like, oh, I'm good with that. That's not impacting me because I, I have the, I drink one cup of coffee in the morning mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, but I get migraines and I take Excedra migraine and <gasps> the oh, leading yeah. ingredient oh. is caffeine. And I didn't, I didn't put that oh. together until just now. So can I, yeah. Can I so caffeine is in some medicine, in some medicine. So it's not just coffee or tea. Sarah, like, that's a really good point. I'm also having an aha year right now. Like, obviously, not medical experts on this panel <laughs> today. Zero <laughs> medical experts. Yeah, zero. No, just to be clear, I'm like, just full disclaimers. We are not medical experts. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, I'm also thinking like probably why I'm having that would like that drop at three is because you know obviously caffeine can be addictive, and if you're having a cup of coffee at six, seven, or eight o'clock in the morning, and then it cycles through after ten hours. That three or four o'clock is when your body would probably be feeling the withdrawal of the caffeine, mm. which is then why you need it, mm. which is then why you're wanting to supplement it with something. So really, if you had a cup of coffee in the morning and a cup of coffee at three, that's almost like a full 24 hours of caffeine in your body, really. True. If you think yeah, about it. Yeah, it's forever way. there. That's fast. So that's I, I'm going to- I'm ha- having I'm, a house right now. I'm going to I'm gonna have to do cancel culture if this podcast is promoting- giving up coffee. For I'm, not. I'm, just I'm not. I'm more just, I'm more just having some personal realizations know, over here of like, as I sip my cup of coffee, so yeah. that feels very, um, non-authentic. <laughs> That's what we're recording. Dang it. Uh, it's so good. Oh, it really, I should just slurp it right but now. Be, for you, but being aware of the time of day yeah. of what we're consuming, I think so right. many times, especially I might when we're make in the middle choices. of a work day like we're making decisions just to get through it like without thinking Mm -hmm. and just the knowledge like of of, as as tiffany said i didn't know it stayed in my system that that long like like that's that knowledge alone like we we can make some changes by just having the knowledge Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. of it being in our bodies for so long so yeah so number two was reevaluate your relationship with caffeine and i love that they still give me points to share <laughs> uh, and I think that this would be a great idea if everyone did this. Um, but uh, number three for how to sleep at night and own a business, uh, per Tiffany and Seychelles, is to cut out uh, blue light, stress, sugar, bursts of activities, and alcohol after 6 p.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm I love that you couldn't even say it. At, uh, <laughs> I, well, it's like. Like, okay, like, because after six, we You're become like, so superhumans really? and all the stress goes away. No. How do we do that, what if you Tiffany just, and Seychelles? What if you just, like, moderate it? Like, I believe in moderation, right? Like, I'm I'm not, like, an all or nothing person. I'm a, like, do things incrementally or do things in bits. So, I'm a like, recovering for example, all or nothing person. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> because guess what? Competition and winning is one of your strengths. Yes. And it's a beautiful <laughs> yes. strength in you. And um, it's not one of my top five, so I can be comfortable with moderation. Yes. Because <laughs> it's not in my top five. Or my number one. Um, I like winning, but I just, I have other things too that yes. are, uh, anyways, whatever. You know what I mean. I think it's amazing that you're that way. Um, so I, I think it's moderation. So for example, um, like 
but I don't know, I turned 36 or 37 and like sugar was not as like much of my taste buds as like savory things were. So I didn't have as much of a problem cutting out sugar late at night just because I, mm. I still love chocolate. Don't get me wrong. But like, I just, I didn't crave it as much. So I, that was like a gift that my taste buds gave me. But mm. like, I don't know, COVID, right? Like, and like all the stress we were under, a glass of wine to wind down in the evening was absolutely something I was doing. Or like, you know, how many times do you find yourself scrolling on insert whatever website, Instagram, whatever, um, in the evening. And so Nick and I just started doing like Monday through Friday, we just started cutting out alcohol more. And like we would reserve it for date nights or on the weekend. Um, I think about like, um, Sarah, you do this so well, um, your family game nights, mm-hmm. right? Like, and Tiffany, oh my gosh, like on the podcast, you gave us this gift of having the drawer that the phones go in after a certain time. Like, I think it's having a system or, or a routine when you're trying to limit something and and having like a, a rule or like a, this is the plan helps then eliminate something and not feel like you're, you're missing something. So for us, like having a buddy system with Nick where we're like, you know, we just, most weeks we're not going to do alcohol during the week. Like that's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, but you have a buddy system with it and it helps and it makes it easier. So the alcohol was really, it was another fascinating thing for me mm-hmm. to learn. So I have an aura ring, which means it mm-hmm. tracks my sleep and my heart rate and all this stuff. And I discovered through that, that when I, would have a drink at night, not drink a lot, just any just, alcohol in right. my system. Yeah. Um, it takes me longer and longer for my heart rate to drop. It actually feels like it helps you go to sleep. But what happens is mm. your heart rate stays high and your good sleep happens once your heart rate has dropped. And mm. so it inflates your heart rate for much longer into the night. Like my heart rate, it should drop in the first half of the night and my heart rate wouldn't drop until like four or five even. And so I realized Mm. that when I choose to have a drink after six o'clock, I am choosing a bad night's sleep. And it is, I mean, every time. There is not a sometimes. It is every time. And so I now make a choice on a like, all right, I know it it doesn't matter like I don't need to sleep really well tonight, but like even if I go out with friends, if it's if I've got a hard day tomorrow, I say no now to a mm. drink because I know it's going to affect my sleep at such a high level. Um, so like that again was the science telling me like I saw my body, I saw my heart rate different every time, and so to your point, Sarah, you just knowing it, you may yeah. make a different choice because I didn't know before. Yeah. What what's yeah. the thinking behind No, this is so powerful. What what's the thinking behind six? Like so why did they say why six o'clock is or have we discovered why six o'clock is sort of like the cutoff for those things or I didn't dig into it. I, that there was a couple of experts who just kind of yeah. said the six o'clock. I'm assuming Again, it's like the, the caffeine. Yeah, the time yeah. to bedtime. Probably assuming if they're sleep experts, they want us in bed at nine. Um I do not go to bed at nine, but like I would just assume it's something to do with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And the rhythm of going to sleep, which we'll talk about, but like blue light. Let's oh. talk about. Oh, sorry. Oh, also, go ahead. though, with that tiff is um, also like you think about daylight, like daylight, right? Like our body has that circadian rhythm, and so my guess is too is probably that six o'clock is time somewhere around like sunset. Oh, I bet you're right. 
getting darker. That's part of what's supposed to factor into your sleep and the quality of it is how much you time it to like when the sun goes down and when it comes up. So that's, I would guess, again, not a health expert, but I would guess that might have something to do with it too. That's a great guess. Um, I love that I said, let's talk about blue light. And Sarah went and got her glasses. I know, I'm jealous. I have my my, uh, blue light glasses I got on Amazon. Um, Well, girl, get a pair and take them home. Take them home because every... Every device you have that has a screen that shows a picture on it emits, it does it through blue light. So it's basically admitting Mm. blue light. Your phone, your computer, your television, all of these things are shooting blue light out at Mm. you. Um, So if you work late at night, blue light. If you're scrolling social media on your phone, blue light. If you're watching a movie with your spouse, blue light. Mm. So if you are someone who struggles with sleep, going to sleep especially, you need to get blue light glasses. They have such fun ones now. You don't even have to look dorky. Do you I remember know, blue Tiffany, blockers? You have great glasses. I need. You always have really Aww. good glasses. You need to send us your link, and I'll put them in the show Seriously. notes. Seriously, you always have really beautiful glasses. When I you wear them every day, all day, you you get a nice pair. Um, <laughs> I but know. I didn't used to have blue block on my glasses, and now mm. I pay the extra for the nicest blue block whatever filter I can have. So. If you're going to be on screens, which you probably are at night, do it with blue blocking glasses, and then you totally get to check off the blue light. Sarah, you get to win blue light. Oh, yay. Okay, so if you have those on, you're doing it. Okay, so I need to put my, I'm very blind, so I have contacts, so I wear these at work, and then, which are just blue light, and then my prescription glasses, I I just should put them on earlier when I get home. And so, because those have blue light uh, blocking built Mm -hmm. in. So, I love that. This is so good. You guys are, are helping me. I love it. I love um, it. I love it. Okay, so next plan. A bedtime routine. Humans crave routine. We know yes. what to do when we get into a routine. So like Seychelles already talked about, like put your cell phone in another room. Like create what your bedtime routine is. Mm-hmm. Cell phone in another room. We'll talk about a routine, like what the science or science doctors, whatever, the ideal one, we'll talk about that. But let's just some basic things. Maybe put your Mm -hmm. cell phone in the other room from where you sleep. Mm -hmm. Get your water next to the bed, right? Yes. And if you use your uh, phone as an alarm, get a $5 alarm clock. You can Mm. do it. I believe in you. Mm. Like there are other things. Or Put it in your bathroom, and then you have to get up and go to your bathroom mm-hmm. to turn off your alarm. That's also not a bad thing in the morning. Um, but what is that thing? Also, Put your cell phone on away. on your phone, you can set the daytime and nighttime alarm. So the do not disturb alarm, if you do have your phone next to you for bedtime, like you can set it where it goes on do not disturb at a certain time yeah. and like just won't notify you of anything. So you're less tempted to pick it up and, and use it. So. so the Silly notifications question. don't do it for me. I'm so addicted mm. to my phone. It must go mm. in another room or I will hey, pick it up. Hey, that's good too. It's know thyself. It's a good, yeah. you actually were an inspiration for me when you said that. I thought it was great. So I love Do that. you know if it has, this is, I literally, as I was driving here to record, I was like, oh, I've got to do the sleep one. And I like this, I feel so not all the time. <laughs> so, so I started thinking about like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I should start thinking about being very purposeful about this. So I was like, oh, you've got that like do not serve thing but it notifies the other people and I, like I, I find it care. to be okay 
I mine's care. on. I like, care. if you text do you know me, do, do, do I me? offend you when I have mine on? Because mine has been on for like five years, like permanent do not disturb. Yeah. So when I, there are lots of people in my world that have this, which is awesome because you guys are really disciplined. When I see it though, as a sender, like I'm not expecting a response right away. Okay. When I see it, like it tells me like you're not important, which I'm not, which I'm not at that time, which is actually like, okay. But I just rather just not be told. So that's interesting. So, I think that is interesting. the point, can I reframe that for you maybe, yes, Sarah, and all it. our that's listeners? Yes. So I think the phones put that do not disturb or, or do yeah. not disturb is on mm-hmm. to alert you that they are not going to respond quickly because we are so attuned to quick responses and the expectation yeah. is quick responses. So what you should receive that or you could receive that as oh, they're alerting me that I am not going to be receiving a quick response on this. Okay, that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's just one okay. other way to say it. I bet they've thought The other thing I think about is they're probably like them. saving themselves from themselves. Like that's what I see. When somebody has it on, I'm like, oh, they're saving themselves from themselves. No, I, right I, now. I love that. That's I, I struggle I with selfishness, so I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I love man. Sarah's just laying it all out on the table. You know what for I love? Today. I love it. I have never there. There has never been an inkling, and I feel like I've known you for how many? Almost like two decades now. Um, I have never once thought of you as a selfish person ever. Actually, that's never even been an inkling of an iota of a thought I have ever had about you. No, You're I'm one actually of the most selfless aw. people I know. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. I'm, I am. I should. I l- thank you. And you're right. You're I'm not selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I view that as a. I put my, I view that as a selfish thought, I guess I should say, oh. which is not good, <laughs> which I should be reframing it. So because I'm not selfish, I should be reframing it. Thank you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Right, number, well, let's keep going with the routine because I think that's, that's important. Yeah. So the other really important thing for the routine is making your bed a sex mm-hmm. sleep temple. Mm-hmm. Like it will, it can when help you. When you go to you. bed, it's time for that. Right. Yeah. You are either about to get lucky or go to sleep. You know, like these are the two options. Like, you know, and and what you could do, you could work in bed, you could, you know, do other things. Um, But the experts would say if you make it a sex sleep temple, then you get that Pavlovian response. Like for me, when I see something sour, I just start salivating because I want it. I'm so excited to eat something (laughs) sour. Um, And so the bed can be the same thing. Like, You want whatever you're getting. Either way, <laughs> there. <laughs> so so George, Georgia's favorite song is All Night Up All Night to Get Lucky. You know, that, <laughs> I love more that for, song. More for the like the beat, I think. Um yeah, it's a great uh, beat. Because he doesn't yeah. have to be up all night to get lucky. But uh, <laughs> but okay. So but it was funny that that's his favorite song, and then Tiffany said that and um I, it up all night, like not sleeping. And so I yeah. like though that to reframing what our bed is for. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So the that's other, a part of your routine. Go ahead. Um, the other thing I've noticed in like getting ready for bed is like having an amazing like set of like pajamas that you love and like making sure that like, and we'll talk about this in a second with your equipment, but like just like starting to think about the things that when you have a good night's sleep, like what is happening around you? What's your routine? What set that up for you? If like Mm. in your rhythm or your routine that like set that up, did you take the dog on one last walk? Did you get a book out to read? Did you Mm -hmm. like, what are the things that like relax you and like kind of get you zened out versus just 
Um, like I'm going hundred miles an hour and now I'm asleep, which I can do as we've already discussed, but it's not like the healthiest way to do that. When <laughs> so like, I how cannot, could you wind down? So, yeah. What's the yeah. wind down? Yeah. I love the idea of pajamas. Like at what point do you put on your pajamas? Mm-hmm. Um, light is a big mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, when you talk about the experts saying, what should your routine be? 45 minutes before you're going to go to sleep, you need to start dimming the lights. One of the things that Joshua and I did, we got those automatic plugs and they go off at a certain time. All our lamps in, that are plugged into oh. those go off. And so at 10, I think it's 10 o'clock, all the lights in our house except for a couple of lamps go off, mm. off automatically, which alerts us. It makes it darker, you know, like all those things. Um, so that's a, a little tip as well. I love but that. That's, so, the- that's a much better way to do that. When my grandfather was still alive and we always would have our big family gatherings at his house at 8.30, when you're all still going like full tilt at his house, he'd just start walking around and turning off the lights. <laughs> Just one by one <laughs> until everyone's sitting there in the dark. So this is that actually. <laughs> it actually kind of feels the same. It but, kind of feels the same. I'm not going to lie to you. It. You can blame it on the timer. You're like, oh, shoot, it's time for everyone to leave because the lights went out. Like, it's not like you're literally walking around staring at people turning out the lights. Like, it's a much, it's true. It's a much nicer way to say it's time for bed. <laughs> it's true. So your routine would be 45 minutes be like Seychelles' grandfather, yeah. turn off all the lights. Uh, at the 30-minute mark before bed, you should turn off all electronics. Okay. And then that's Sarah's going to be sometimes. like, well, what's, what are we doing for the next well, 30 minutes? This has been the whole question. Like, okay, can we just like – I'm like, I'm like guys, like, guys, like what, are, yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what do we do? Like, because now everything, even reading, right, you're on a screen a lot of times and like – it's like you're, I love you, a paper I, book. I listen to books, and so I, I do love a paper book too. Yeah, um, I love a and paper so book. I, I would just have to get back in the fiction. habit of that. Have yeah. a fiction book that you only read in that thirty minutes. You know, when lights are low and you've turned off your electronics, and you have a paperback that sits on your bedside that's table, that's and good. that's what you do. And then or, I, there's additional benefits because then there, when we re- record our best books, I can actually have a fiction book. To share. You could have a fiction book to share. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so a fiction book. That's a good idea. So 30 minutes. Okay. Writing that down. And, like, just talk. Like, talk in the dark. That's what we love to do as kids. You know, slumber parties, you turn off the lights and just talk. Just talk. Talk to your kids. Talk to your dog if if you don't have anybody you're sharing a bed with. Like, that's that's an option, too. I love reading. I love reading before bed. It is part of my routine, for sure, on how I go to sleep. Love that. I love that. That's awesome. All right. Well, so we've got then, a routine. Now then, what? So the staying asleep. I love that I got assigned this one because it's the staying asleep and the before you fall asleep. So this, um, this is something that um, a guy named Ian Morris, actually, who's out of Seattle, taught me, which is to have something by your bed for when you have those <gasps> thoughts as you're falling asleep or the... <gasps> in the middle of the night thoughts, right? We all, I mean, how many problems of the world have you solved between the hours of like 11 and 5 a.m., like 11 p.m., 5 a.m.? So one of my favorite hacks with that is to have something by the bed to record your last minute thoughts. It also kind of helps relieve anxiety as well and get them out of your head because that's my biggest problem is in the middle of the night, I'll get an idea and I'm like, I can't forget this. I can't forget Mm -hmm. this. I can't forget this. And so having a way to get it out, whether it's a journal 
Ian used to keep one of those old school audio recorders and he would just roll over in the middle of the night with an old school audio recorder and he'd mumble to himself and then go back to sleep just so he'd like could get it all out. Don't forget to da 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 And then you go back to sleep. And he's like, then you listen to yourself in the morning and you sound absolutely crazy, but it helped you get back to sleep and you got right. it out. So it's whatever, whatever you need to do, you know, to get to stay asleep is absolutely what you have to do. Um, and I loved this too, that some studies even say, if you just write down three things you're going to accomplish the next day to get ahead of things kind of like helps relieve the pent up like thought processing that exists, um, that you're probably going to have wake you up in the middle of the night anyways. It's good. Love that. Well, I love this one. Um, number six is uh, ending uh, your day with gratitude. Uh, and so since you have something by your bed to write out, so go ahead and add to that um, three things that you're grateful for. And that's something that I actually do do. Um, now, oh. I take it a step further, and that's when I send my gratitude text messages to people. Uh, and so I would need to change that. Uh, and, but <laughs> practicing gratitude at night um, helps get your mindset in a positive way. I mean, uh, all of us, you know, you worked really hard that day. You've, you've accomplished a lot and, or may be feeling like you didn't win a lot, but taking the time to say, okay, what are you grateful for? We do this with our kids almost every night is just asking like, what are you grateful for that happened today? Or, um, that you thought of today. And it's been such a big blessing to the family to, to know those things. And I love adding that on a personal, uh, way in terms of writing it down. Such a great tip. Well, and when you focus, or maybe you're, maybe you're like me, and you lean a little negative in your thoughts sometimes about yourself, when you focus yourself on the positive, you, you're less likely then to pick yourself apart. Because that's part of what I True. do too. Like, how yes. could I have said that differently? What could I have done differently yes. right there? Like, mm -hmm. And if I will focus myself on the positive mm -hmm. as my last mm -hmm. thought, I find oh, I, I don't that. pick myself apart as much which is part of what keeps me up, for sure. No, I do that exactly. I go through every conversation and every meeting and mm -hmm. then say what I would have done better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like what yep. I think oh, I could. yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And so, and then typically then I address it, which is probably not the best way. <laughs> like I go, I like message the person. I'm so sorry I said it right. this way. Or like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness, that's so powerful. Yeah, that helps with that, too. That's good, Tiff. So, okay, and last but not least... Sleep cold with good equipment. So studies show you need to be cold. And this is from someone who was raised by um, a very economical father who we did not put the AC in Texas any lower than 80 degrees ever in our house. Ever. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. But your that body adapts. Awful. Your body adapts, awful. ladies. Your body adapts. But as I started having trouble sleeping, I realized I'm going to the thermostat and I'm going to happily pay that electric bill to pull the temperature down. Um, so sleeping cold is really important. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of equipment. You can get a mattress that has cold water constantly running through it to keep it cold, not to be the weird um, no, water we had a call with that them. we had. We, we had a call with that company, George and I. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. recently. Ooh. Yeah, they have beds. So, yeah, it's powerful. You, you oh. may just turn down your AC. You may also get everything. Like if you get a good mattress and the mattress, a lot of people yes. like those foam mattresses or what are they? 
is it foam? Is that the right word? All of a sudden, memory foam. Yeah, yeah. Memory foam. Memory oh, foam. Mm-hmm. Get the I more expensive the one foam. that's cooler. That. It's yeah. not good for your sleep. Well, I wish I could. I wish I, I, it retains it. the heat for me. So we do the pillow top ones. But whatever helps you sleep better. That's yes. yeah. Whatever you helps you want sleep. to like prioritize cool. Prioritize mm. cool and good equipment, which Seychelle already talked about. Pajamas. I didn't even think about that. Oh, good pajamas, pajamas are huge. Like I've discovered, like I got to sleep in cotton. Like I've got to be in 100% oh. cotton sleeping or like terry cloth. Like anything without the, I blame my dad for that. I was always like younger, like why do you have to sleep in all cotton? And now I'm like, oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's better in cotton. <laughs> like I wish I could ask him right now. I'm like, oh, because it's just been in the last year I've discovered that. But like um, also um, like it, sleep masks, like the little eye covers. Oh, yeah. Those can be amazing too. Um, and um, this is gonna be silly too, but like blackout curtains. If you're someone that can't sleep with ambient light in your room, like Nick really needs it to be dark. So like throw those blackout curtains in there. That's okay. Well, the too. darker it is, the better you yeah. sleep. So yeah. yeah, blackout curtains. You also don't realize how much how many electronics emit light into yes. your room. True. Yes. So when we were in Taiwan uh, during COVID and sleeping, like living in that hotel room, there were so many things that emitted light in that room. We went to the store, Ooh. bought paper, and taped over mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Yeah, smoke detector, mm-hmm. the uh, thermostat, the fridge had a light. There was all kinds of crazy things. We found all the lights and covered them all up. So get rid of all the light in your room. That's a great point. One thing that helps me is, because uh, I'm, I'm a very, when I do sleep, I'm very a, a light sleeper. So light and noise like will make me wake up. Um, mm. And so like a, a white noise maker or something to where to k- get the noise out mm-hmm. um, has helped me a lot to um, get to the three to four hours a night. <laughs> so Which so is take that for what it's worth. I believe in you, Sarah. <laughs> yes. No, that's great. Um, oh, and good sheets are good the sheets. other thing. Do y'all ever put a pillow under your knees when you sleep? I cannot sleep like that. That mm-hmm. is, Seychelle, oh. I have got to be completely prostrate, completely flat. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, that's the only way I can oh, sleep. Like pillow. I didn't. I, I just realized, like the last couple of years, the pillow under my like a very thin pillow under my knees. Oh, so great! See, so but great. try it. Try yeah, it. But you never know. Sleeping right? like, on your back. Different. Yeah. Sleeping on your stomach. Mm-hmm. Not the best way to sleep, but it's the way that I sleep the best. And so, it's whatever like, works for you. Whatever yeah. works. Um, mm-hmm. But let me let me give you my favorite sheets, just because yeah. um, Sue Adler. Uh, had these sheets in her house, mm-hmm. and they were amazing. I went to her house, stayed in them, thought they were awesome, told Joshua about them, dreamed about them for a year, went back to her house again, <laughs> and then I was like, these are as good as I remember them, and immediately <laughs> bought four sets for my house. So Cozy Earth bamboo sheets are cool and so soft. They are the best. We get paid nothing. Yes. Go buy some cozy earth bamboo sheets. They, they are, are amazing. amazing. Especially if you sleep hot at night and you need something to cool you down. Like they do, they definitely cool you down. They're great. Yeah. So good. I learned okay, so much ladies. today. Oh my god. Sarah, goodness. how are you feeling? You've got I'm, something you can implement? I, I'm I shared this with uh George already saying I want to talk about this later. We're having our family meeting tonight um of what we can implement and I learned so much. So thank you guys for putting this together and just sharing this is Tiffany. how important it Tiffany is. Tiffany is the shout yes. out on this one. Thank Go you, Tiffany, <laughs> for putting no, it, it together. She did a great job. Well, yes. and for all the listeners who are listening, like if we miss something that you think is awesome, leave us we a comment. Hear. 
Like we mm-hmm. want to hear everybody else yes. who listens want to hear. Yes. Um, and also if this was helpful, we would love to hear that too. Leave us a review um, because we want to make sure we're providing the content that you want. And so leave us a five-star review. Let us know how these episodes are changing your life. And um, for now, go out and build that big business, do that even bigger life, and then sleep like a baby tonight. <laughs> ow, ow. I love Bye, it. Bye, guys. Bye.